0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Occupation Nation podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 2, and before we go any further, I just want to say thank you for checking us out. Um, I had a lot of fun doing this, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you learn a little bit as well. Now, today on the show, we have our first interview, and that is with Mr. Jimmy Oliver, and he did a really good job kind of laying it out there and uh, making it easy to know kind of what's going on in the day. There's some really fun stories in there uh, talking about a couple things he's went through and what he's done, and and you'll notice in there, it kind of just seems like we stopped talking at the end, but it's because me and Jimmy just started talking for a good while, and I thought it'd be better to break it into a part one and part two, so be on the lookout for part two. Make sure to go down there and leave us a review, whether good or bad, just be truthful, and make sure to subscribe to keep up to date, and so without further ado, let's get into it.
1: So, what do you do? Uh. I'm a detective captain over detectives for Marshall County Sheriff's Department.
0: Okay, so uh, what does that mean? Like,
1: what, what's your role? Uh, I oversee investigations. Uh, I've got three three detectives under me. Uh, I hand out cases. When cases come in, I sign them, which I have to work on my own self. Also, uh, I got to keep up with everybody's time on call. I got to set on call schedules, vacation. Uh, Evidence, any of the evidence that comes in, either from the deputies or detectives, I'm the one that's in charge of all that, that I've got to log it in our evidence locker, log it out when they need it, or make sure it gets sent to TBI or wherever it needs to go. Uh, I'm in charge of that. i got to keep up with all that. And
0: who's TBI?
1: Uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigations.
0: Okay. Um, so are you, is there a lot of paperwork involved in that? Or it uh, Sounds like it could be. I don't...
1: It's not that much. Uh, usually, like if one of the deputies brings in evidence, they'll tag it, you know, with what it is, oh, case gotcha. number, and then they, uh, we've got a location that they can lock it up. Then I have a key to that location. I'll take it out of that, and then I'll log it into a big vault, you know. And I got to keep up with where I put it in there. We have like a log. Uh, I fill that out, and then. Say, if it's something that's sent to the uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigations for analysis, mm-hmm. whether it be drugs or, or whatever, blood stains, fingerprints. Uh, they have a sheet they fill out for TBI. And so then I'll get one of my other detectives, I'll pull it out of the vault, and I'll get a detective to take it to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll sign off, uh, Nashville, the TBI will sign off on it and take it. And then we just give a copy that back to the deputy or detective, whoever. That way they put in their case file. Because mm-hmm. when you get to court, your evidence may not be back. And then when the DA or whoever wants to know where this evidence at, you can say, well, on this date. I took gotcha. Because you
0: kind of want that bread trail there yes. to show where it's been at it each piece. So how long have you been doing that?
1: Uh, I've been doing investigations roughly – I'm thinking close to 15 years. Okay. Uh, I've been, I started in 92 as a dispatcher, and I did that for, I started in February of 92, and then in November of 92, I got hired as a deputy. Uh, Went to the academy in January of 93 and worked as a deputy for um, four or five years, and I went to the Lewisburg Police Department and worked on patrol there, night shift, uh, got promoted to corporal, was more or less assistant supervisor of the night shift, uh, rolled a day shift, uh, eventually got promoted to corporal on day shift, and uh, done that for a while, and then went back to the sheriff's department, Mm -hmm. uh, got offered another job back there, uh, come back to the sheriff's department, and worked uh i worked three or four years and i went back to the police department because i got inter. that's when i got offered uh, a detective job when you when
0: you first started and you did you have this idea that you wanted to be a detective was that
1: the end game for you or was that just you didn't know you just... yeah i mean i didn't even know i wanted to be in law enforcement oh okay uh you know you, you see kids in high school mm-hmm. and, there, and there are several that I want to be a policeman I want to be a fireman. Mm-hmm. I've I never did it never crossed my mind for law enforcement
0: what what would your hr be looking for in someone like if i if i was like all right this sounds interesting to me i want to jump into this
1: what what what's a good characteristic that you're looking for in somebody yeah. we're looking for somebody that's you know, want to be clean cut looking. I mean, you know, it ain't mm-hmm. good to come in with gauges in your ears, mm-hmm. and hair down to your back, and mm-hmm. scruffy. You know, come in, look professional, uh, clean cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that because, like, we have a human resources for the county, mm-hmm. but as far as any of the hiring for for deputies or whatever, we do that in house, uh, and a lot of times the sheriff, chief deputy. Me or one of the other detectives will be in, be in on the interview process, mm-hmm. uh, but we're looking for somebody you know that, you know what's your work history, uh, you know if if you come and apply with us and and you've done worked at nine departments, mm-hmm. never stayed at any of them for over a year or two, not a good look. Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so you know we're looking for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we don't want anybody that's. I guess cocky. I mean, I, I understand. You you've got some officers out there that you know, once they get that badge and gun, you know, goes to their head. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the county, you want you want somebody level headed, make decisions mm-hmm. because they're representing the sheriff. Uh,
0: As you go on, what are some of the things you had to do to? Like build up to where you are now in terms of like schooling or education.
1: Well, like me, I just had a high school education, right uh, from the get, right from the get go, and uh, and most Marshall County is a pretty small department, Lewisburg, and usually a high school education is all you got to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, if you get on, like say at Brentwood mm-hmm. Metro, they want a four year degree. Okay, uh, don't matter what it's in. No, uh, you can be basketball. You just got to have that. They just want that piece of paper. Yep. Uh, and a lot of them will do, uh, I think, I don't know if Brentwood still does, but it would be like uh, two years of college, associate's degree, plus four years of law enforcement experience. Okay. Uh,
0: so your experience can kind of make right. up for that. Uh,
1: and, uh, and the same thing, like Metro, they'll have, uh, I've had three, three friends that's, uh, they'll have that. Uh, where they'll get, started. you know, you've already been certified, so you've been a police officer for 10 years. Mm-hmm. We'll take that and study four years of college. Gotcha, uh,
0: gotcha. So there's there's multiple paths you can take right. to get in there. But for you, it was just high school, yeah. that was it, and then you jumped in. And then, so as you moved up, <coughs> did you have to, uh, like, go – I know you said you had to go to uh police academy. Yes. So that was the next step, is yeah. that right?
1: Whenever – so when I got told I was gonna be a deputy mm-hmm. as in November, uh, then I went to the academy of that in January. And back when I went it was only eight weeks long. Gotcha. Uh, which I remember at that time it seemed like it's forever, uh, because me and Becky we've been married for about two and a half years. We've never been away and uh at the Academy, you're there. You had to report like Sunday at four o'clock mm-hmm. and then to come back home i think when i went through we got to come back home thursday night so you'd have friday and saturday and then gotcha. go back sunday and uh it was eight weeks long i think now they moved it up to 12 weeks long and it's still sunday through and they might have stretched out till friday uh gotcha. half a day friday or something like so, that so 12 weeks is what you're looking at much when i when i went through mm-hmm. and i got out of the academy my training consisted of uh seven days we worked 12-hour shifts so I think I graduated on a Friday come to work on Monday I worked Monday and Tuesday with a with a deputy I was with him Friday Saturday and Sunday and then the next Wednesday Thursday so it's about seven days Mm -hmm. And then they said, all right, good luck. You're on night shift. And then I was just.
0: And then you're just thrown out there.
1: Yeah. And back then it was just two of us on nights. Okay. And uh, so I went to night. So you're in. And and it was kind of you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget my first DUI. Pulled him over. I mean, I could tell he was drunk just to drive. Pulled Mm -hmm. him over. Don't feel sobriety. You know, after all alone. Oh, man. You know, nervous. (laughs) Arrested him. Was this the first night? Like it's probably I'd probably done work like a week or two. Okay, over. so you're still fresh.
0: And <laughs> yeah. did so did you see him like driving? You're like, Oh it's game yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I'm like, ah, yeah, this guy might be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so I arrested him and I remember I got him to the jail. I was you know, I was young, I was excited, you know, my mm-hmm. first real arrest and and uh and back then you wrote out the warrants. I have no idea how to fill this out. <laughs> and uh my captain at the time, he come in and I was like Hey, can you help me out? I, I don't know how to fill this warrant out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, especially like the how I got my probable call, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he went and got a worthless check warrant and just kind of pitched everything, So just filled out kind of like that and walked off. <laughs> so I had to kind of learn on my own. And, uh, you know, and, that, and back then you did. You learned. Yeah. You know, they just, here you go, go to work. Yeah. Uh, which now we've got, I'm um, not sure how many weeks. I think six to eight weeks is a training period for our deputies now when they, when they come in. Yeah. Usually if do you, they do you get a,
0: like a, a person that you, you get like a mentor or something or. Yeah.
1: They, it's gotta be somebody they will keep paperwork up on gotcha, you. Gotcha. Uh, make sure you know some, you know, the laws,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: how to get around the county. Uh, they'll do all of that. And then, you know, you start out, you're riding with them and then, Eventually, you're driving, and the deputy gotcha. driving to you, and you're so it's less it of
0: just go do it, and more of here's how you do it. Let's do it together, and then it's yeah. you.
1: It's like watch me. Yep. All right, now yep. it's your turn. Gotcha. Uh,
0: okay, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. And that's
1: um, uh, when I left the county and went to the city. Uh, I didn't go through an FTO. It's just mm-hmm. they stuck me in a car, and because there you had zones, it was zone four, five, and six. It's all right. You're in zone six. Here's the keys to your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked there for three or four months. And I guess somebody somebody finally said, "Well, we don't get any kind of paperwork in his file. The show, you know, was FTO." And mm-hmm. so then they put me with the sergeant and said, "Well, ride right about three nights with him." And which I knew the sergeant real good, mm-hmm. so you know, it's okay. just <laughs> he got a free chauffeur for about three. Or oh, three nights. I
0: got you. Yeah, yeah. But um, so. <laughs> If I was looking into starting where you started, what would I do?
1: You just like with our with our department, you put an application in uh do I find that online or do I go somewhere as far as you gotta come to the to the sheriff's department gotcha uh because when you've after you fill it out, then it's gotta be witnessed gotcha by an employee there gotcha uh you know you put your application in, whether it be which we don't hire dispatchers no more it's a whole new okay. Uh, before we had our own sheriff's, Department had dispatchers. Lewisburg had dispatchers, mm-hmm. but then they done the nine one one system, mm-hmm. so now it's their own department. Gotcha. And uh, but you know, you put application in for uh, deputy or CO. What's know, a CO? It's a correctional officer, mm. and and your best best to get on is a correctional officer. Um, gotcha. Because if if you go to work to jail, mm-hmm. you know you might have to work out two three years. Uh, but if you make a good employee, mm-hmm. then that's usually where we're going to try to hire from. Right, right. Uh,
0: get your foot in the door, and <laughs> right. if you're good, then you're going to get noticed.
1: Yeah, and and it's a lot of times departments we got to look for people a lot of times already certified, and just to send an officer to to the police academy. Mm-hmm. Is three, I think our department's got to pay $3,300. Okay. And you think, well, that ain't too bad. Well, still that, investing money in someone you have no idea yeah, about. But, and also, you're investing that, that's just for the schooling. Now you got to pay for their salary, their car, their equipment. Uh, you know, just sending somebody to the academy, you probably got $15,000 invested in them. Right. You know, by the time they get ready to go. Yeah. Uh,
0: so does that mean you guys have to do like a a thorough interviewing process, or do you kind of just say, hey, this person seems
1: good, let's take the risk on them, or how does that work? Usually we'll do a, an interview process, um, background checks, mm-hmm. and like now with social media and stuff. Yeah, you, know, you, you dig into that. There, so that's right, that. be careful what you yeah. put on
0: social media because yeah. it'll get you. Yeah, because uh,
1: cause we've had people that we didn't hire because – You know, we get a looking through old Instagram, Facebook, whatever it's like. It's like, all right now, I don't know. Because they don't know who,
0: you don't know who they are. They don't know who you are. And so we're going off what we know. And if you're on Facebook doing all this crazy stuff, acting a fool, then I don't know,
1: you know. You know, we'll check. They'll put down people. Now, I worked at Lewisburg. I was kind of in charge when I was over investigations. I had more input or more I was more or less given right? mm-hmm. looking at a harness person mm-hmm. and uh, they're like say if you applied mm-hmm. I'd come out here in your neighborhood and I'd look at your house uh right up and down your road That's smart you know if you had neighbors across the street I'd mm-hmm. go over and knock on the door Hey, just mm-hmm. go over here Zach you know him what can you tell me uh, yeah he's uh, a clown <laughs> you know and you get you know, you have some neighbors, you know, I can't stand them. You know, they're playing yeah. music or they're doing this. And, yeah. You know. and It makes a difference, each piece. I mean, yeah, cause, you're trying
0: to build this profile for this person. You don't know who they yeah. are, and you're saying, hey, come work for us.
1: <laughs> and if, you know, if they have problems in our neighborhood and they become police officer, then those problems are going to come to the department because then – you know, it's almost like baggage. Yeah. Well, Zach, you know, he's my neighbor and he's a deputy and he can get away with this. Oh, sure, The sheriff, oh, well, the sheriff don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know? uh, and so then we have to call them in like, hey, I don't know what you're doing, but, you know. Please stop, stop it. You
0: know? <laughs> um, so let's get into what a day is like for you. So just what, so what are your hours, first of all?
1: Uh, usually I'll, we work 42 hours a week. Usually our days come in. Uh, we come in at eight in the morning mm-hmm. and work till four, and then usually two days out of the week. And usually our days are Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll work till five. Okay, uh, well,
0: that's and, not horrible hours uh, and, at, and, at all.
1: <laughs> and it could change uh, if if I got something I want to do Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, I could work Monday and Tuesday. My night. So are you days. salary or hourly? Hourly. Gotcha. Uh, we get paid hourly. Plus, we get on-call uh, because, like, next week I go on-call. Next Friday I'll be on-call. So, I'll work from 8 in the morning until 5 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on-call where I can be called out. So at any time? At any time. After so, 5
0: or, or during the day? I, yeah, like during the day after okay. 5. Okay, so it's just your day.
1: Right. So, you know, they can call me out at 6 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I may not get back home till lunchtime the next day. Oh, you know, gotcha. You just, so it's just you gotta do what you gotta do. Right, and then you know, they call you on Saturday, Sunday mm-hmm. or, and you have to I don't know, we'll have some call like at two in the morning, just ask a question. You know. <laughs> it's just like You just gotta suck it up and yeah, answer, I guess. Yeah, this uh, is what I got, what do you think? Yeah. And uh and you do that two thousand seventeen when I got shot, I was out uh March, April, May, June I was out close to four months or something
0: like that. Mm -hmm. I want to come back to the getting shot, but uh, what is required of you during the day?
1: I have active cases. I see what I can do on those cases that Mm day. Uh, The other guys, the same thing, which with us, you know, you may be working on this case, and then all of a sudden the DA calls. Hey, I need you up here to go So it's
0: like priority stuff takes over sometimes. I got uh, you.
1: It's kind of, if an inmate has a problem over at the the jail, Mm -hmm. they'll send in a request to talk to investigators. Mm -hmm. You know, well, this correctional officer has been mean to me or abused me Mm -hmm. or uh, or another inmate's uh, committed vandalism or theft or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll come and we have to deal with that. Uh, But mostly worker cases... You know, for kind of dead on your case, you can't go nowhere. You either doing office work.
0: Are you hands on? Like when I say hands on, are you like going places? When you say working a case, what what does that mean? It's. I mean, I've had cases take me to St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, so does that mean you're like interviewing people, you're asking questions, yeah. or like you're you're doing the things that? I think of when I think of a detective. I guess
1: because yeah, we do all the interviewing, invest in our investigation. Yeah, so. so you're
0: finding people. You're you're asking around. You're seeing yeah, what you the just, evidence is. You're doing all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, like if we get, say, we have a burglary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to go talk to neighbors. Anybody see anything? Mm-hmm. May look up I may have a camera or something. You know, next door. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you're really you're. I mean you're you're a you're a problem solver. You're you're a puzzle problem solver.
1: Yeah. And then you you're looking for evidence whether well, you can get fingerprints, uh mm-hmm. like a fingerprint they run it through what they call APHIS. Mm-hmm. And if your prints are ever like my prints would be in there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it can come back as, you know, There's this a lot could of possibly be, you know, Zach Horvath. Gotcha. Uh, and then I come look for you and say uh-huh.
0: You questioned me. Yeah. Where was I? What was Is I you doing? You his
1: house. I, mean, yeah. I don't even know him, people. I've never been there. Do you get that a lot? Oh, yeah. I'm
0: about to say, if you came to me, I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't. <laughs>
1: yeah. and most of them, that's what you get. Yeah. Uh, it's human nature. If you give, if I pretty much know you've done something mm-hmm. and I want you to admit it, mm-hmm. and I give you two scenarios, and I was, say you robbed the bank, mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm like Zach. I know you robbed a bank. There's no question that you robbed this bank. Mm-hmm. Now, did you rob this bank because you're just a slimy, you know, thief that mm-hmm. you got a drug problem? You don't care about nobody. Mm-hmm. You just want that money. But I also know, Zach, you're about to have a child, mm-hmm. and it's expensive. And you know, you're thinking of I want to have be able to provide for that baby mm-hmm. and for my wife. Now, did you rob that bank? to try to provide for your wife and child, or mm-hmm. you're just a drug, drug head. Which one you do? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised where, yeah, I've done it for my wife. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it, they wanna, people want to tell you when they've done something wrong. Right.
0: When you put it in that wanna, light, they're like, oh, well. I look
1: better doing this. I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've got several confessions just using stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and especially if I know... I know they've done it. I'm just needing mm-hmm. that confession. Uh, you can mess up, and I've done it before. I had a case one time back years ago, and uh, and that's one thing about it. you learn from cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, where a guy is a vandalism case, but the place had a camera, it was an old VCR camera. Huh. Of course, it didn't work. <laughs> uh, but I brought the boy in, and then you know, sitting right there on my desk, VCR tape. And it would not even from there. It was just a VCR tape I had. But on the back of it, I put the business on there. Just wrote the business name. Ah. you know, and Said it right there. Never did say anything about it, but mm-hmm. I said it so you could see it. Mm-hmm. And I got talking to and him. And he's said,
0: just like. Yeah.
1: I said, you know they had cameras there, don't you? And I don't know. I didn't do it. And it kept on. owner, I knew he was looking at tape. And I said, mm-hmm. so if you come up on a tape. Well, he knew he'd he done it. But he was covered up enough he knew you wouldn't be able to tell and he's like, Let's watch tape. Oh "Mm." Oh. (laughs) you know.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like,
1: well, we're not gonna watch it right now. Yeah, like, (laughs) well,
0: I gotta go get the VCR. So (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So you so you are interacting with people a lot. Oh yeah. Like you've gotta be able to talk. If if I'm looking to be a detective, you gotta be willing to talk to people. You gotta be willing to go out there, do your own thing. I mean you can't nobody's holding your hand. So Give me an example of, all right? You get this case on your desk, or you you get this case files, or whatever. What's the next step?
1: What what do you do? Uh, usually, because any felonies, they they put them in our door okay. report. So I'll go through them and I'll, and usually I have a, a case log book, mm-hmm. and and I try to keep it even. It's like. Maybe I got this case, then Tony, then Drew, then Michael. Next case comes in is mine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of keep everything even. So you really don't know what you're going to get. But say if I get a – I got a burglary, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll pull the report. I'll read it. uh, See if there's anything that stands out. Usually go out to wherever it took place just to – Look around. You know, is there any houses around? If there's houses around, that I want to go knock on doors. Gotcha. Uh,
0: so is that usually kind of your first thing? Is you, is you yeah. see where it is, see what's going on? Yeah, Get I'm, an idea I'm, of everything, where it is.
1: Yeah, and I want to see if there's any neighbors. Is there a possibility somebody could have seen something? Yeah. Uh, first of all, what's
0: your radius? Like, where do you?
1: we got all of Marshall County.
0: So all of Marshall County is your, where you get all your files and cases from. Right. But that can lead you. Anywhere, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I went to St. Paul, Minnesota, and it was on a homicide case. Mm. Uh, it was the one when they was building the Chinese restaurant by Walmart. Oh yeah, yeah. And the uh, the guy, people come here and killed that guy. Well, I was the lead investigator on that. I worked for the city. Gotcha. Uh, and we didn't have anything to go on. And I, I'll remember. I remember Walmart has video and. So I went to Walmart, just sitting there watching video, mm-hmm. and the pixelation is terrible out in the parking lot. Right, but I can remember was watching it, and, and we saw you could see two figures. You couldn't know if it was male, female, mm-hmm. or black. Well, you couldn't tell, but you could tell they walked down for like Murphy Oil, and they walked in that direction. And by the time I got down there, the pixelation by they just kind of disappeared. Ah, so we thought interesting. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. we went to Murphy Oil. And they got cameras. So we pulled in and we found two Hispanics. Well, then we went to the Ford dealership and talked to them. And they're like, yeah, there was two Hispanics sitting out here mm-hmm. eating some beanie weenies or something up under that shade tree. you mm-hmm. know over there, well, we find a beanie weenie can and spoon. Don't know if it's evidence. Don't even know if it has anything to do with right. it. You know, we still didn't know who these guys were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put the word out. We started hitting uh, neighborhoods where a lot of Hispanics live, trying to find names, mm-hmm. uh a lady come up to us and she knew him and and one of them she only knew, the only thing she called him was Mohawk. She didn't know his name just Mohawk. Mm -hmm. And the other one, we had a name on. So we were kind of looking at these two, but we still didn't have enough time to it. Well, we got looking through some old cases and like a month earlier, the Mohawk and this other guy pulled a knife on a Hispanic guy or something, and mm. nothing was ever done. So we went and we said, well, let's work that. Mm-hmm. And, and we worked that and got enough that we could get a warrant on both those. And we had it – I remember we had it in the computer. We had the one guy's name, mm-hmm. and the other guy was just with Mohawk. Didn't Dude, he was name. still just Mohawk. And so we, we had warrants on them for that that we could put in, you know, the NCIC. Okay, so it was picked because mm-hmm. they done left town. Uh it's probably a week – Two weeks later, because I remember it was like...
0: So at this point, are you kind of just waiting around? Like, yeah, like just, You're like, oh, man, I, what do Yeah, I mean, you, it got to do? the
1: point, because we had more TBI agents come down. We walked neighborhoods, trying to get information, mm-hmm. and it had been a week or two, and uh, it was kind of at the point, like, okay, what do we do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember was having a meeting, the DA, chief of police, uh, TBI, detectives. And while I was there, we got a phone call. The dispatch comes up. Hey, there's uh, some officer from uh, Minnesota wanting to talk. They think I got one of these guys. So we took the phone call, and they had the one that we had the name on. Oh, wow. And uh, we said, was there another guy with them? And uh, he's like, yeah, there's another Hispanic guy with them. But we didn't have, He said, I run his name, but mm-hmm. nothing come back on him. Right, right? you
0: don't know the other guy's <laughs> yeah. name is anyways, right? So
1: we told him, so we want him. He mm-hmm. said, give me about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. He called us back and said, we got them, and, uh, which that was on a Friday. We left out early Saturday morning and flew to St. Paul, uh, interviewed them, which they end up, you know, I didn't do it, he done it. No, uh, I didn't do it, he done it. Is that a common thing? <laughs> yes. and uh, But we end up charging them. And then, whenever me and Wayne was working the crime scene on the back door, is a metal door, and there's a big bloody palm print. Uh, and we just cut that metal door, cut that palm print out, and submitted it. And I end up having to fingerprint the the two guys. Well, TBI, if I have your fingerprint, they won't come and testify that it's your fingerprint unless they're a hundred percent sure. Gotcha. For ninety nine percent sure. Yeah. ain't gonna cut it gotta yeah. be 100% well they told me you know it's this one's fingerprint mm-hmm. we're like 97% sure mm. but we won't we can't, can't say anything yeah. to 100% so we need you to fingerprint him mm-hmm. one of them we had a week a week long trial he was found guilty uh, I can't remember what he got out of it I'm thinking life plus 20 or something like that and okay. then the other one I think pled out and took like life or something like that. Oh. Uh, Okay. But it's, you know, I've gotten to travel some on cases. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was going to be my next question is, it what? how much have you traveled? That's the farthest I've ever went on a case. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been to Panama City Beach, Florida on a case. that's pretty far. Uh, Yeah, and it was fun. I volunteered for that. Yeah, you're like, oh, uh, Panama City, yep, I'm in. (laughs) Went and collected evidence and stuff. Got a guy we had on a burglary. Uh... But most of our cases you know you're going may take it to Nashville, gotcha Columbia, uh, Giles County. Uh, we work a lot with with other agencies, detectives mm-hmm. uh, Kind of got contacts if I need something in Murray County or mm-hmm. Columbia, I got a detective I can call or Giles County or Williamson County or you know mm-hmm. so it's Bedford.
0: still it just boils down to you using every single possible asset. To yeah. figure out who it was, where it was, who did all that stuff that you typically think. Uh, so, when you watch it on TV, are you like, "This is this is dumb. This mm-hmm. is nowhere near." Yeah, what? usually. Usually, all right. I've heard that. I wanted to ask you, like, you see, you're like, "Nah, this is no, no." It's
1: well, it's just like the <laughs> whole, you know. Uh, they have a fingerprint, you know, it shows them in a database and pictures are going by yeah, and, and like, stop. Yep, yeah. yeah you yep, know, yep. That's them. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's more you send it off and you're like. yeah. Six months later. Yeah. It takes a while. But it, it's, you know, <laughs> TV, I guess it's got kind of, a, you know, they only have an yeah, hour. Yeah, it's so,
0: fair for them to do that. Uh, but I just wondered if you watch that and you're like,
1: no. Nah. But just some of the stuff on there is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be great. And that's the bad thing because we'll have people. That you know that's just like that one guy on that homicide mm-hmm. I was done told that's his print. Mm-hmm. we just need a hundred percent print mm-hmm. and it took me four days. I probably spent thirty to forty hours printing a guy that I knew that was his print just to get a match of that print, so yeah. it, you know it ain't like. It ain't like here. Print, (laughs) we got him. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's got to be. I got to find things in it, and yeah, and I've had had a few hits where I've sent them off on Mm -hmm. a burglary, and you know, six months, nine months later, they'll tell me. uh, Same thing with uh, like DNA, blood.
0: Mm -hmm. So where do you learn? Where do you learn all of these different things you can use at your disposal? Do you just learn as you go? Like, okay, I think this, I need this, or I need that. Or do you ask around? Is that a big part of it? Or A lot of it you learn as
1: you go. Uh, okay. Same thing, you know, uh, you're at another department or something, and mm-hmm. they have something, you're like, that's pretty cool, we need that. Oh, okay. You, know, and you come back, and I've been off to, uh, it's called surgery school in North Carolina, which they make all the... Fingerprint dust and things mm. like that, mm-hmm. and uh, went there for a week for a class, and you know some of the stuff that you can do is pretty amazing. I mean that they, you know, that they show us that we can do. And I haven't tried in, but like uh, fingerprints off duct tape. Mm. You know, there where the duct tape's done been squinched up, and you know how hard yeah. duct tape is. Yeah, but you can get fingerprints off of it. Oh wow. Uh, what does it take to be successful? I think just uh you got to want to do it. Uh y- y- police work on TV mm-hmm. is just really really exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're in chases and mm-hmm. shooting and drifting. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but in real life, uh you know the regular day in an officer is boring. Mm-hmm. You know, Tedious. You take like one of our deputies. One's working today. Mm-hmm. Well, if they don't have any calls, all they're doing is riding back roads. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're just riding around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gets kind of gets old after a while. You know, you get. I guess there's no excitement in it, uh but then, you know, you spend half the day with nothing going on, mm-hmm. and then. All it takes is one phone call. And, and it's, you know. Completely changes everything. Yeah, yeah. things change. and mm-hmm. uh, It's kind of like you don't never know what the day's going to hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, something different every day.
0: I mean, that seems exciting to me. I mean, and it you, did. And that's
1: what I like about it because. You never know. I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. Monday. You know, I, I'll kind of look at my schedule and yeah. know that, you know, I'm going to do this, 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 but. You really don't know, yeah, it. I mean, I end up getting a call here, and I have to do this, mm-hmm. something else comes in the people some
0: people have these ideas, and if you talk to them wrong they're they already have this opinion of you, they don't yeah. have any idea of who you are, so I could see that being a thing. Do you deal with that
1: a lot, or i've I've always tried to treat everybody the same mm-hmm. or i'm all, I always try to be polite mm-hmm. and now if you get unpolite with me. I can get plot back. Yeah, but I'm going to give you that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm going to try to talk to you, you know, man to man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you give me a hard time, start running your, your chance. Mouth. Your chance is gone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can get, I can, I can escalate up and get my yeah. voice up. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it, so yeah. do you do you have to deal with confrontation when you're out there? You know, asking questions, doing things like
1: that. Do people give you a lot of pushback? Sometimes. I mean, you know, if you're out and you're trying to especially if I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, you know, about your neighbor's burglary mm-hmm. and I have a good idea that you have done it. hmm You know, if I come up and say, Look, Zach, you done it and You're like, No, I didn't I say, You're a liar. Oh yeah. You know, since I use that word liar oh. it's a confrontation word. Oh yeah. So it's like, going, Oh, really? <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm gonna to try to talk to you to get you to my office. Mhm. You know, I'm not gonna call you a liar. You know, right? I don't think you give me the whole truth. So uh I, yeah. You know, you know, and I usually wanna when I interview somebody, maybe I'll come to your house and interview you mm-hmm. here because you feel comfortable. But I want to get you somewhere where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I may do my first interview here at your house, and then say, well, you know. There Mm -hmm. too. Can you come down to the office and just tidy some of this up? And then I get you out of your your comfort zone and now you're Uh, in mine. And then, you know, start hammering on you or whatever, what I know.
0: And just like that, that's it for part one of this awesome interview. Um, I had so much fun talking to Jimmy. I really hope you guys uh, learned something. Be on the lookout for that part two coming your way. And if this sounded really interesting to you, Don't be afraid to uh, email me at occupationpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's occupationpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know if you're interested, and maybe I could help you find out more information or get you who you need to talk to. Also, email me if there's any questions that I didn't really hit or anything you guys want me to dig deeper into for further interviews. I will definitely take any feedback that you can give me. Um, we're trying to make this thing as best as we can, and we're going to adapt as much as possible. So thank you guys so much again for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at O Nation podcast. That's at O Nation podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You'll get some behind the scenes action. Uh, you can keep up to date. Also, be sure to review and subscribe to the podcast on whatever you're listening to. That's super important to us. That way uh, we can take your feedback and get it in front of as many eyeballs as we can. So at the end of the day, maybe, just maybe, Detective is the occupation that you've been looking for. Thanks, and see you guys on the next one.